You always text me like when you like the the intros, but you never text me that you like the thumbnail. Sorry, should I do that? You uh, well now now when you do it, it's not going to feel natural. Yeah, well, well uh, I'll try to do that. Don't worry about it. No, oh god. Now you, now you're going to be like, "Wow, that's the greatest thumbnail I've ever seen in my life. Great great going, Joe." And I'm going to nice know job. that it was a okay. terrible thumbnail. I'll be like, "Nice job. <laughs> Good thumbnail." I shouldn't have said anything. everybody thank you for joining us here on another steaming hot edition of cup of joe's i'm your host joe brown joined by my best friend joe perry and my That's fellow me. my fellow bidoof gamer out there joe episode 75 of cup of joe's how are you doing i'm tired i that much i'm tired right now joe wait shouldn't you be shouldn't you be like rejuvenated and excited and optimistic about the world after we just watched that awesome eight minute bidoof video it was great, but I'm still tired. The Bidoof video did not give me energy. It hyped me up in the moment we watched it. <laughs> but it has been like 30 minutes since we watched it now. <laughs> maybe more. Maybe. Maybe. I'll just say I felt I felt good. It was a it was a good time, you know. We did have a good time with it. It was a fun time to have. And one of my friends uh, in Pokemon, Gabby, she's her favorite Pokemon is Bidoof. And so she, within the community, she's like well known for being the the one and most likely only Bidoof lover because he gets memed on so much. And so she's been having a ball the last couple days on Twitter with posting gifts and stuff of all the Bidoof images and people tweeting Ooh. at her and stuff. So Well, they deserve it. Anywho. Uh, off of off of Bidoof here because we have other topics on this episode we need to talk about Joe we have uh, Kirby actually huge news this week we actually got a release date and a new trailer for the Kirby game coming out in March then you're going to give an update on Dying Light 2 because that's a game you've been you know super excited about uh, and you're going to talk about that and then the big topic of Mario Kart Nine is apparently news. It's just rumors, nothing confirmed at this point. That is potentially in development. We're going to talk about that and what that means and what we think Mario Kart Nine is going to be like. But just like Smash Ultimate's campaign mode, I say we start with Kirby. Kirby. Did you understand that reference? Yes, I did. Okay. I beat the campaign mode. Remember? How long did it take? Because that thing that campaign took me like it had to have taken like. 30 hours or something. It was long, that campaign. The, it took the a minute. ultimate... What was it? Uh, something of light? Oh, my God. What was it called, Joe? Wait, are we talking about in the Smash. new one? Are yeah, they, where you go they, all through the board and you unlock all the different characters and stuff. Remember? Oh, yeah. It, it took a while. Something of light. It, it, look it up. Look it up, Joe. Well, I, nah, I'm, you look it up. Oh, um, you, wanna, you want my... You want my clicky clack keyboard all over the uh, the microphone that it's right next to? Yes, I love that noise. My favorite noise. I there it is. I actually didn't even look it up. I might as well have looked. Oh my god! You know what? Then I'm gonna look up Smash Ultimate. I apologize, everybody, that it's literally why that's so. Right, it's such a great it's noise right next to my mic. Uh, it's such a great noise, though. Story mode. What is it called? 
World of Light. I knew it had light in it, Joe. Come on. Come I was, on. I was close enough. Come on. All right. Anyway, let's talk. Let's talk about Kirby, okay? Kirby. Let's talk about Kirby. <laughs> let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about him eating everything. Let's talk about Kirby. <laughs> That was a good one, Joe. I like that one. Uh, Thank you. So, Kirby in the Forgotten Land was shown off uh, at, what was that, E3? Or was it just a regular Nintendo Direct? It might have just been a regular Direct. Uh, yeah, at this point, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was. I'm, pr- I'm pretty confident it was just a regular one. But if we're wrong, we're wrong. Whatever. Uh, Kirby in the Forgotten Land has just announced this week that it's actually dropping March 25th. So, here we are in January, and they're now announcing... It's coming out in two months, which is really cool. I think this is something you and I were talking about before the show, Joe, that Nintendo has this marketing strategy a lot of times where, like, they really don't make you wait forever. It's not like Sony and Xbox when, like, a year and a half early, they say, like, next holiday season, and then it gets pushed back or whatever, so you're waiting two years for it. Like, we're in January. Here's a trailer. Here's new information about the game. By the way, it comes out in two months, and I think I really like that strategy. Yeah, I was I was kind of happy that they did that, and um, it's always like it's like cool to be anticipated of a game that's coming out so far away. But at the same time, it's also nice to hear a new game's coming out so close to you that you never really seen much of before. So I was pretty excited when it was like, oh look, it's coming out in March. Pretty cool, right around the corner. Don't have to wait too long. Yeah, and other games that like Nintendo's done it. If you remember with Metroid, Metroid Dread was announced at E3 and it came out in October. Samus Returns on the 3DS was at E3 and it came out in September. So yeah. you know, like this is definitely a common strategy they do with games where like we know it's gonna it's gonna do numbers. It's it's a Nintendo first party game. Like we don't have to make you wait for it and say like oh get it in nine months or something like that. Yeah, um, but talking about the actual video like the trailer that was shown off they showed off new copy abilities for kirby they showed off a co-op mode with uh with waddle with bandana waddle d as the second player so it revealed it actually revealed that it, it can be a two-player game this article says that you can have up to two players for local co-op play so not online um but like just go you know you watch the trailer to you watch the trailer joe like what were your overall thoughts because remember we first learned oh 3d kirby like that's the first time we saw it first time it's going to be 3d and then now you got more information now um it looks fun it looks like uh it looks like a kirby game looks great that you could use different powers and beat up different guys it actually kind of like somewhat reminded me of uh a paper mario game a little bit not in like the sense of like the rpg standpoint or it's uh, turn-based combat, but in like, like the village and like the the shops and stuff like that, all kind of like had a Paper Mario-esque type feel to it. To me, from what we saw, like in all those like, and like you go into the town and there's a bunch of people sitting around. But that might also just be how Nintendo does their like um, hub worlds now for uh, their different games. Yeah, so that's interesting that you say it's more Paper Mario-like, because I've seen the consensus online is that it's more like Mario Odyssey style. Like, you, Kirby's running around, and it's a big open spot. You're throwing stuff, yeah, you're yeah, breaking yeah, yeah. things. Um, I think another distinction from that is, I think it's actually, I don't know, and our, our good friend Schnabel, who listens every week, is a huge Kirby fan, and I'm sure he would agree with me on this point. 
I think it's a lot of Bowser Fury, Bowser's Fury vibes going on more than like Super Mario Odyssey. Like if you played Bowser's Fury, I know he did. I don't know if you ever saw like Let's Plays or trailers of it or whatever. It uh. it, it had like the big hub area and then sub sub hub if that's like a <laughs> like subsectioned areas. It wasn't like Mario Odyssey where it's like that was the world and then you transferred to the next world and you transferred to the next world. It was. Bowser's Fury was like, here's the one thing that you branch out into. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where Odyssey was world to world. Like, they were disconnected. Like, Cap Kingdom was nowhere near, like, the, you know, Bowser's Kingdom or or whatever. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I think it has some Bowser's Fury vibes going on, which has a lot of, got a lot of, like, positive reviews. People really liked that that gameplay and how that game was, uh, was set up. And I think this is really interesting because... It'll still be a super easy game, right? Because it's Kirby. That's like the appeal to it. It's very, very friend, very like kid friendly. And then maybe there'll be harder challenges uh, along the way. But I think this might be like the first game for a lot of people where like you can just vibe as Kirby and you go around and you you're actually more inclined like Link or like Mario to just like to just screw around as Kirby instead of the con like the confined stricter stage level versions of Kirby that we've had for 30 plus years. Like here's you come through on the left screen and then you walk all the way to the right to get through the door on the right and leave to the next one. Like there's not a lot of room for activities. <laughs> you know what I mean? In in the typical Kirby sense. Like it is a core structured like A B C D E F G comes next. Um gameplay so that's what's going to be exciting for me with the forgotten land is that it will be a little more or a lot more open where it's not going to be as structured as a traditional kirby game is yeah i got you like the only kirby game i've ever played is the one from n64 where it's like a side scroller-esque type Mm -hmm. of kirby game that's the only kirby game i think i've ever really played so it's up. I got I got nothing for this one. It looks cool. I don't know if I'm gonna play it. I'll leave that to you and Schnabel. My Nintendo boys, as I call you in my brain. <laughs> Is that what we are in uh in on your contacts and like you could put like company name or whatever and for your Nintendo friend. boys. Nintendo yeah, no boys. I, I don't have that. That's it's awesome. just just you and uh Schnabel. So yeah, March twenty fifth. So that'll be exciting. That is so close. And you know, I think that was that's good enough. So why don't we move on to our next topic, Joe, which is a game that you have been patiently and I mean very patiently anticipating because it's been taking forever. Yes, I'm very excited about Dying Light. Who has been like, when did the first one come out? Like it's been a very long time since um, they showed anything before they started really amping up. Um the release of the game dying light one originally came out in where is it um i like how i looked this up and it says is dying light 2 ever coming out (laughs) amazing um until it's in your hands we can't actually yeah this is true they they could definitely just totally drop um when it's coming out Dying Light 1 came out in 2015 and that game was really fun when I played it like it came out it was like uh, it was kind of like 
Di- Dead Island when that game came out because Dying Light was what Dead Island was supposed to be, mm-hmm. which um, was super cool. You were parkouring all over the place. You were killing zombies with like machetes and cutting their heads off, and they were chasing you and stuff, and that was really fun. And then they kind of left it. They kind of like left it where it could be a sequel, and there couldn't be a sequel. And there was rumors about it for a while, and then there was rumors about a, a Dead Island two coming out for a while. Um, and then I guess this one kind of beat it to the punch with uh, kind of showing off some of the stuff that they made a couple of years ago. And now, like recently, we finally have more gameplay. We finally have more polished out details. It was supposed to come out in December, and now it's coming out in February, which to be completely honest, two months, I'm fine with. If you can put just push it back a little bit, that's great. Um, just get a few of the bugs out. But they recently came out on Twitter saying that they were like, hey, check it out. Look how cool we are. Our game's going to take like 500 hours to be, you know, like the same amount of time it takes you to walk from, where is it? Warsaw to, walk to Madrid. From Warsaw to Madrid, you know, like that's cool. And I'm just like, oh my gosh! I saw, literally, I saw this. this announcement, Joe, and I thought of you. I was like, oh my god, Joe must be sweating right now. Like he must be furiously, <laughs> you know, like pacing through his house. Like I can't believe this. I even talked to uh, Jordan about it. It was just like, it was. I saw that and I was like, come on, like really? <laughs> Five hundred hours? I looked it up. You know how many days that is? It's twenty six days. It's almost an entire month. <laughs> you gotta a, play this game for an entire month straight. That's a lot like, of dedication. Yeah, and then I then they put out another tweet because a lot of people actually the internet kind of like the the, the community of Dying Light kind of got a little upset about it because they're like 500 hours. Are you kidding me? Like <clears throat> I'm a father now. Like I'm an adult. I don't have the time to <laughs> I'm do a this. Father now. That's what someone said. Yeah. <laughs> they're like I'm a father now. I don't have time to do this and. Then they put out another tweet that was like, if you want to beat the main campaign, it'll take 20 hours. And then if you want to beat the main campaign and all of the side quests, it'll take 80 hours, which is like more, definitely more manageable, more manageable. And then I, what is it? It, it The 500 hours is if time. you want to like 100 percent it time needed to max out the game with all the main and side quests choices and endings checking every place on the map every dialogue and finding every collectible how do you cool like create a game like that you know what i mean like how do you how do you play this how do you test bugs of a game that big like dude they've been working on it since 2015 it seems like true oh man like oh my god how many endings are there how many choices are there uh no and i'm never gonna know because I have to wait 26 days for someone to beat it <laughs> all of the way so I can see it. Yeah, those those YouTube those like YouTube Let's Play channels are going to be uh, they're going to be overworked when this comes out. You know, like they just like Halo Infinite came out and they just immediately play through and then upload it on YouTube for for quick cash. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Those, those channels are going to have <laughs> going to struggle with this one. So I'm very happy to see this update from <laughs> Dying Light Twitter. Um, to see 20 like 20 hours joe i think you could handle that yeah that's doable but i'll also get i'll also probably be more than 20 hours it'll be like maybe the 
the 80 hour one because I like doing side quests and stuff. But I, I want to know what all the endings are, too. Like, I won't play through the game to get all the endings because sometimes that's just monotonous and I get tired of doing the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. But like. I want to know what they are because I'm 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 into that. I'm into the I'm into the knowledge. But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I can't wait for the February 7th. I think it comes out. I got my pre-order. I'm waiting for it. I'm I'm pumped. I'm stoked. Just think about like the best the best news for you for this specifically. It's not even that like it's not it's like it's glass half full, glass half empty perspective. It's not that you need to play less Dying Light 2 now. It's that you get to play other games more now because it won't take you 500 hours to beat Dying Light 2, you know? Like, you gotta look wrong. at that perspective of it. I'm always looking at that perspective of it. Like, I, I wasn't... Like, when I saw that, I was like, thank God I can I can get what I want out of this game in not in a huge amount of time. Because at some point, it, like, there's some games, like, in Outlast, I think I did this, I was like, I don't want to play this game anymore. I'll just watch someone else play it, and I'll, and I'll just take it from there. So, if it comes down to it, I'll just watch someone else do it, and I'll take it from there. Yeah. Um, what was I? Oh, okay. A lot of people started tweeting, like, about, at least that I saw, like, I can't even think of a game I played 500 hours in and stuff like that. And then it became, like, a challenge for people would say, like, name games you played for 500 hours, for 100 hours, for 1,000 hours or whatever. Do you think, or, like, just thinking, I'll ask you, like, are there any games that you know or think you've played 500 hours of? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, like, that's that's a, that's an open question, Joe. Joe Brown, we've talked about this several times, the game that I've played, like, over 600 hours of. I want to hear you say it. It's PUBG. Wow. I'm looking it up right now. Wow. Joe Parian, PUBG what? gamer. It came out, and I was just like, well, let's get it. I was also unemployed for a little bit, so I was able to do that. That helps. That definitely helps. That, that did help. Now, are there any other games you can think of? Like, just in your okay. whole life, you know what I mean? So, in PUBG, I have played a total of 659 hours. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot. In Destiny, I have played a total of 180 hours. Um, I'm pretty sure in League, I probably play like 100 and something hours. Yeah, I mean, League is the easy answer for me. Like, over the last yeah. 11 years, I've definitely played 500 hours of League. But there's no in-clock or in-client timer for League, so. Yeah. Uh, Fallout 4, I've played 136 hours. Nice. Um, Borderlands 2, I've played 89 hours. Hades, I've played 79 hours. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, I've played 63 hours. Bioshock Infinite has 52. Um, Team Fortress has 49. Uh, Resident Evil Village has 42. And then we keep going down. Far Cry 5, 40. Borderlands pre-sequel, 35. Well, Dishonored really, 2. That's not really close to 500. 33. Like, like you saying Destiny with 108, like that's in the vicinity. But like a 40-hour game, that's not, you know, that's not really yeah, close to yeah. 500. So I think for but me... Like, uh, oh god, sorry, Joe. I was gonna say, but PUBG took it because, like, I was playing it a lot, and I had nothing else to really do except apply for jobs and play PUBG in the morning and then at night, and then 
this all, destiny two isn't including the amount of time that I played on Xbox. So, right. uh, if I looked that up, I can give you an even more amount of time that I played destiny two. That's only when me, I was playing it in steam and not when I was playing it in the, in the battle net app. So there's a lot of times maybe, yeah, maybe I think destiny Destiny's two. Up there, Cause that, so that's going to be one of my answers also is destiny one. I know on PS4, I played over, well, well over 400 hours of Destiny 1. But that doesn't account for, like, I would play on my brother's account sometimes. Like, if I did all my missions and, like, he was busy, like, I would play for him. And he played at least, like, 300-plus hours, too. Um, and then, you know, so that's close to that 500 threshold uh, league, like I said. And the only other one I know is up there is Pokemon X and Y, which was the first Pokemon I got into competitively. So that was where I had to do a lot of breeding and a lot of, you know, uh, hatching eggs and like getting great IVs and actually playing competitively back then, um, on the three DS. So like X and Y, I got up to that 500 ish. I don't know if I crossed the 500 threshold, but that was the Pokemon that I put the most amount of hours into by far. Pokemon you said? Yeah, that, I'm saying Pokemon X and Y on the 3DS, like, hour clockwise is the by far the most I've put into any Pokemon game. Hmm. Gotcha. No, not even Sword and Shield? That one was pretty big. I definitely have, like, 200 hours on Sword and Shield, but I'm um, saying so that's not, uh, it's not, it's nowhere near as close to X and Y, because I haven't been, I have not, since I haven't really had a lot of competitive stuff the last two years with Sword and Shield, right? The world shut down. Yeah. I haven't really yeah. been breeding or playing online battles or anything. The way, like, when X, y, when X and Y came out, I was literally every day, either in class or in our dorm rooms or, like, you know, whatever we were doing, I was playing Pokemon X and Y every day to breed for abilities or get, you know, five, five perfect IVs and, like, building competitive teams and bringing them to local tournaments and regionals and stuff. So now that I haven't had to do as much of that competitive stuff in sword and shield, it's definitely X and Y takes the cake. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I get that. That's uh, it's a lot of time. Let's see how much time I put into destiny one. Probably not a lot. Yeah. Not. Oh, that's a good amount. What put about s- almost about seven days into it. So Oh, what's seven what's that's gotta be at seven least 100 right it's over i think it's over 100 yeah yeah it's 168 hours oh wait so you put um, that together with steam that's three no but that's Sierra that was destiny that was destiny one. Oh. um destiny two i put in about if we're gonna combine xbox and steams i put over i put on 103 hours uh, 305 hours, sorry, 305 hours, and then I don't even know how to get the information for Battle.net, but oh, yeah. <laughs> there's more on that, too. I don't even know. I guess I, I'm looking at my Steam, but I don't really know how you can uh, check how long you've... Uh, uh, you click on the game. Uh, you can also go to, like, your profile and go to your games, and then underneath the game, it tells you how many hours you have on record with it. Okay, so I'm clicking View Profile. I know I played... Um, so Persona 4 on Steam was about 85 hours, and then Persona 5 Royal took me close to 130 hours to beat, um, hold on, games, okay. 
Yeah, so my number one played is Persona 4 on Steam, at least, of 87 hours. Nothing else really comes close to that. But, of course, I wasn't really much of a Steam or a PC gamer over the years. Yeah. I get, you know what? Thinking about it, right? Like, if we combine all of the years of Madden and NBA 2K and MLB The Show and of over my whole life, that has to account for 500 hours, right? Maybe I don't like, know. I I played a it has lot to be a sing- of sports. It games. has to be a singular game, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Like you can't just be like I've played like all these Madden game, like Madden, like 2015, 2016, 2017. There were definitely like, Mad- there were definitely Maddens throughout, especially in high school. My friend and I, we used to literally play like the entire summer summer break was just we'd play madden and then once we got tired of madden we would switch to 2k and once you get switched 2k we switched to it would be mlb 2k back on xbox because we had xbox 360s like and that would be our like 14 hour day it's just on xbox live together playing sports games the entire summer yeah so, but those are like <clears throat> but it's like how how can you tell the difference between like you know what I mean? Like, I, if if we were doing it that way, I can combine like PUBG no, and Destiny. No, I know. I'm and... not trying. I'm not trying to combine them. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying like, oh, count this for Madden 07 plus these hours for Madden 09. I'm saying there are individual years. I'm not. I'm not talking about the cumulative. Oh, okay. You I'm are talking about individual years where you spent like right. hours and hours. Like the one I think of the most would be Madden 09, I believe, with Brett Favre on the cover where I was in high school at that point, so I would have been playing with my friend, and i that's probably the only sports game I have ever 100%. I got all the achievements in it. And Dang. I play I played ranked on uh, in Madden back then. I played with my friend all the time. Like I did all the you know franchises a million times. Like so, I'm saying there are probably I don't know if 500 hours is crossed because you said that's like a full month of time. But there are definitely it's, some some sports games of individual years of the franchise that I at least crossed two hundred or three hundred hours in. Yeah, like like I said, five hundred hours is like twenty six days. Yeah, that's a lot. So I mean, that makes yeah. sense because I remember I did look that up back when Destiny One ended. I looked out like you know on your profile you can see, and I was over four hundred hours, and I was like, yeah, that 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 makes sense. <laughs> I played. Yeah. That's what I used to do back then. I'd go to work. I'd come home at five a.m. and I would do my dailies at five a.m. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Or you'd yeah. like get your friends together and do like some raid and raiding yeah. some stuff, and that would take hours at a time. <clears throat> I remember when we used to do that. But yeah. So like I'm excited to play the new Dying Light. It looks really cool. I'm ex- like I'm excited to see where the story goes because you can pick different different like groups of people to follow. You can help people, you can not help people. And apparently I think you're like infected in this game and you have to take this thing to help you, I think. Um from what I've seen, so it'll be cool to cool to see what's going on. Well, I'm excited. Well, from going from games that for a long time or things that take a long time, we're going to talk about going fast. And we're not talking about Sonic. We are talking Damn about it. Mario Kart 9. And there are rumors that Mario Kart 9 is reportedly in development, quote, with a new twist. So this comes from an IGN article uh, by Jared Moore that says, according to an industry analyst, Mario Kart 9 is currently in active development w- and will have a new racing twist and could be teased this year. 
So maybe E3, maybe another uh, Nintendo Direct. And Nintendo by Direct. the way, the Kirby game uh, was the September Nintendo Direct. So we were right about that, Joe. Um, it was not Booyah. E3. Remember, it was our special episode 64 because of the Nintendo yeah. Direct. Uh, so speculation surrounding the game comes from Tokyo-based industry analyst Dr. Serkin Toto, who when writing his predictions for the upcoming year for gamesindustry.biz, said that a new entry in the beloved racing series is on the way. And then here's a quote, and then we'll talk about it. I'm aware Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is still selling very well on the Nintendo Switch, but Mario Kart 9 is in active development. He said before saying that Nintendo could tease their next entry of the franchise this year. So, I think... This is kind of a no-brainer, right, Joe? That everyone has been expecting Mario Kart 9 at some point to come out. Um, just, you can say, oh, well, if Mario Kart 8 is selling so well, why make it? It's like, well, you eventually have to make another one that's going to sell just as well, right? <laughs> like, yeah. So, it's I think, been a I think long some people were, time. We were in college yeah. when Mario Kart 8 came out. Yeah, I was going to say, I think some people were kind of like, why isn't a new one coming out? with the switch like why are we remaking the eighth for it i also feel like such an idiot thinking now i did play over 300 hours of mario kart 8 on the wii u so that was another game that i totally just forgot about until we talked about this that was combined with wii u and switch and every like i have played over 300 i love that's one of my top 10 games of all time is mario kart 8 i i literally love that game so much so i'm very invested in a new mario kart 9 so let's Let's talk here, Joe. Let's let's brainstorm a little bit. When they say a new twist, that's the plan. And you think about it, going back to, you know, from the original Super Mario Kart. It was just basic-ass Rainbow Road Super Mario. Then 64, you got 3D graphics. Then you got Double Dash has the multiplayer switching mechanics and stuff. Wii has the Wii motes and the remote controls um, to do it. Then Mario Kart 8 has the uh the gravity mechanics and you know switching things uh, your wheels go sideways and stuff like that so there's always been a new twist with it so they can't just make mario kart 9 the same thing as mario kart 8 so like what do you think is going to be that twist or, or possibilities of a twist for a new mario kart to hook people in um i don't you know i have this joke of it, it them making it instead of mario kart it's mario nascar and all you do is turn left the entire game um <laughs> but <clears throat> i don't think that's actually gonna be it um i don't know maybe um instead of just having those what is it those uh paracels what are those things called that you when you're in the air paragliders what is yeah. it paragliders maybe you'll actually get a plane maybe they'll be like fully like maybe you can either like like kind of how Diddy Kong Racing did it. Maybe you can oh do like a boat God, or a plane Joe, or I love I stole, you so I stole much. Your idea. I love you so much, and because I love you, I despise you. Because that was my twist. That was my thing that I was holding off on. I was telling everybody, you gotta listen. You gotta listen to what you, I think my twist is for the game. I hate you, but I love you. That we're on the same wavelength there. I truly <laughs> believe that the twist, the only way to go is up, right? Or down, yeah. because you could also be in the boat in Diddy Kong Racing. So I truly think they're going to make multi, like multi um, travel levels or tracks that you can do on the cart or in the air or on the boat, like Diddy Kong Racing did. It to this day, 
There are many people who still say Diddy Kong Racing is be- was better than Mario Kart 64. I, myself included, am one of the people who says that. Uh, it's a very... Diddy Kong is a very popular character with the Nintendo franchises. He's in all the party games and the sports games and stuff. So you could even... Yeah. That would be your way of bringing him back. Because Diddy Kong isn't in Mario Kart 8. Only Donkey Kong is. So you can get him back in... And think of all the, with how great they are making games, think about all the tracks that they can make that that one track can be ran through three different ways. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a good idea. You can just keep going through it. It'd be be fun. That'd be really cool to have, like, planes and boats and all that good stuff. Yeah. That'd be great. And then for, you know, when you remember that game, it's not like, sure, there were different, the different modes of transportation had different, benefits and and detriments to it but it really was like if you were playing with friends and you wanted to be the on the on your little raft like you could it wasn't like it wasn't like oh this track is this version so i i literally can't use this vehicle this time i was like no you all three versions were viable you know in, in theory when you were playing along with your friends so it's not like Maybe there would be some online meta where everybody has to play planes because of some mechanic or something like that. But when you're just playing the game normally, you really can, you won't you won't be at a disadvantage depending on what vehicle you choose. Exactly, and each each course will have its own obstacles. Like maybe because like when you're flying in a plane, there's like plane there's like air obstacles. Like the what are the dudes called in the clouds? Like they're floating in there and oh, there's like stuff flowing in the way. Yeah, yeah. and but you would also not be able to like get onto the driving course. I feel like there definitely has to be the thing where you can't get onto the driving course and like stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, cause I feel like they, like, well, I guess the planes and the cars could go at the same speed. And I guess you also wouldn't want to go on the driving course cause it'd be more difficult for you to fly through. So maybe, maybe not. Right. Maybe you can. It'd be, it's all overlapping, course. you know, like while somebody's yeah. on the cart, you're in the air and it like, cause that's how it was in Diddy Kong. You know, it was the same, yeah, but, same track. You just were yeah. at different parts of it. And then like, there were some tracks with like the lava or the water where technically being in the raft was faster than driving, but the whole track was not underwater. It was just those specific spots where you were going over water that made you, you know, so like there's tactical decisions, like, okay, this track is like 30% water. So is the boost I get from being in the raft for 30% of the time worth the 70% of the time where I'm not getting the boost or vice versa. The 70% in the cart better than the 30% slowing me down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I follow. So we're going to, you know, just wrapping up quickly here. Um, Cause I think we had a, we had a sizable episode. That was our, our goal here. This, this, uh, this time around, Joe, I, do you expect the announcement or the teaser at least this year, like the way that IGN is reporting it might happen? I hope it does, because then we can figure out who's if we guessed right. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. Um, if anything, it'll be it'll either be this like summer when E three happens, or Nintendo will have the, uh, their own direct like a month after E three to drop it, just so that it's by itself. Now I am gonna I look. Feel like and I apologize again for everybody hearing my clicking. Clickety clickety click. Okay, so Mario Kart 8 was released May 29th of 2014. 
And Dang. that's what I was oh thinking because of the sum, the summer window. Every year we had Mario Golf and Mario Tennis and Mario Sports and Mario I, Kart wait, is technically me, a summer issue. You're telling me that I graduated like <coughs> 10, 14 days before that, from college before that game came out. Is that what you're telling me, Joe? May, 20, May 29th, 2014. Yeah, I graduated. Right? I think I graduated May tenth, twenty fourteen. Wow. There you go. And that's there you go. Think. Yeah. So that's why I was trying to because yeah, we were up there for the summer. Yeah, because you I, were. I, I was. No, I, I was. Yeah, you were gone at that point. You had already moved on from me. I was. I was a afternoon in your life at that point. You know, but. Um, no, <laughs> I came back and watched you graduate. I don't know what you're talking about. I know, I'm joking. Uh, so, like, is it going to be a Kirby thing? Where, like, you do in, let's say it releases in June or July, like, this March, they tell us that Mario Kart 9 is coming out in a couple weeks? Or is it now too big? Because it's too successful. Mario Kart 8 was too successful. It's still literally eight years later, one of the highest grossing games still. For, for Nintendo, is it too important to give the two month for you know announcement and and release date? And now it's going to release in like October and or November instead of summer. I don't know. I think that'd I think be it's cool too if they big. did that. I think it's too big for a summer release because summer is when they throw stuff away, like the Mario Tennis. You know what I mean? That's where they just let's just hit something for this quarter to help our shareholders. But if they do it, then they could like just boost it, like all, and then they could also get it in with the uh, the game awards with it being in the twenty uh, twenty two year. You know, right. they could they could get they could hit it up if they did it properly. All right. Well, we're just. It looks like we're just gonna have to wait, Joe. That's all it is. We are gonna. We well, we are gonna have to wait. Like we can't rush that. But yeah. No. So that is going to do it for this episode. I think we did a great job, Joe. I think we should be applauded for it. And I can't wait to do it again next time. There we go. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening to another great episode of Cup of Joe's. I've been your host, Joe Perrion, with my best friend, Joseph Brown. We'll catch you on the next episode of Cup of Joe's. <laughs>